welcome to Soap, S-O-A-P. This is Lorena Thin, and I'm here with my lovely new podcast partner, Jonathan. Hello. I, I, I wish our guests, our listeners could hear the original version because you were so much more enthusiastic until I made you do it again. And you're like, all the energy just left the room. I was trying to be more professional after the lead in. Dare I say it was a bit drab. Awkward. Oh. See what I did there? Yes, I guess we should explain what soap stands for. It's not just for cleaning yourself. Um, it's days of our lives. We're going to talk about days of our lives, right? General Hospital? No. Okay, good. We're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> so, soap. Starting our awkward podcast, which I was told we're supposed to talk about the origin of why we're starting this podcast. Um, Every good story has an origin story. I don't think this is the one. <laughs> <laughs> We'll change it. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me fluff it up a bit. If the listeners don't like it, we'll change it. It's so, ever evolving. How long has it been? Three years, really, that we've become friends, and I think a year into our relationship. Yes, we're friends, Sean. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, I was gonna say, I think you're leading up to throwing me under the bus. No. But <laughs> I could see, I could hear the train, or I could um, hear the wheels turning. Well, I just have to be honest with our listeners, whoever they may be, but. I think a year into it, I was like, ah, I like doing the show with him because he has his own show as well. And I said to him, I think in a text I had said, we should do a podcast together. And there was and no response, response for a little while. My response was, new phone, who this? <laughs> no, and his response was like, this is a professional relationship and that's it. <laughs> did not say that. No. Um, so it took a while to prove myself to do oh my a... Gosh podcast with Sean and to prove how awkward I am as well and I think that's where we have this very nice connection and have become very good friends with our awkwardness no we are because that's something that we share like very much I, I often send you texts you'll tell me a story and I'm like Lorena then we're definitely related yeah. or like yeah. <laughs> uh, somewhere in a distance life we were brother and sister or something because <laughs> we have a lot of very common very. Uh, themes about that but I think it's appropriate that this is also called uh soap starting our awkward podcast because our current setup is also very awkward it's because somebody in this room <laughs> might have forgot to bring enough mics but we uh, we hey if somebody's listening to this then you know it worked i will say that i did bring snacks for the occasion that have yet to be touched um so at least i came fully prepared i was Wow. See, this is what I was talking about. I knew I was going to get thrown <laughs> under the bus at some point on this podcast. I, but tell everybody, because you came up with the name Soap. Yes. Which at first I was like, that's a You weird thought name. it was dumb. You but then was I was dumb. like, I kind of like it because it can evolve mm -hmm. to dope. Mm -hmm. Do you want to explain everybody what dope is? Well, I think we've settled on the fact that it was supposed to be during our awkward podcast. Right. Or right. doing our awkward podcast. Doing our po awkward podcast. So once we launch the original one, this one, we're going to switch the name to Dope. <laughs> And then on our last podcast, what are we going to call it? We're going to call it FOPE, <laughs> which is finishing our awkward podcast. Uh, because maybe we'll only have two podcasts and people will be done with us by yeah, then. Because there's nothing more awkward than a <laughs> podcasters that are changing their name every episode. <laughs> you won't even be able to follow us because you'll just have a changed name. Oh, man. We're like an indie podcast. Yeah. Only, the, only the cool people, meaning the people that created it, know about it. This is the one that you put in your car when you really, really, really just don't. 
don't want to be hearing anything. So, so the other f- fun thing that happened before we hit record was not only was I like feeling bad because I forgot the mics, but I was also feeling bad because apparently I'm the custodian of the of the outline for this and I couldn't find the outline. Yes, yes. Um, he first off told me that I had an accusatory tone because true. I asked where the notes were that he had taken for this podcast because I gave him all these brilliant ideas. Yeah, let's, that's a loose word, of the, loose use of the word brilliant. No, but he found it because we triple checked yes. everywhere and it was in the back of the notebook for safekeeping. Yes, I was being protective and of our so protective that I couldn't find it. But interestingly, I like how you, you, you implied that we had this great outline. <laughs> There's like six things on okay, here. Okay, you said there wasn't any ideas except the name. So I want you to say that there well, this was... Is, this is true. But it's the origin part. You got to... When you start a podcast, you got to explain why the hell people are listening. I think they're hooked already just by us. Oh, yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so... So we, we, you wanted to do this podcast because you wanted to share kind of like what it's like or what it feels like to be in so awkward situations. Yeah, so people can relate to it and not feel as awkward. My, my thing is I always like to point out my awkward tendencies before someone else can. And I know that's a way of being, you know, having anxiety. It's and a defense things. mechanism. It's a defense mechanism for sure. But I think a lot of other people are like us and sometimes don't know how to navigate through some things or don't know if they're the only ones thinking the things that they are. So I've been awkward for a while, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I've found ways to cope or kind of just, yeah, yeah, deal with it. Right. Like I know I'm awkward, but I don't let, there's only certain people know how awkward I am. Oh, I, I try to hide it. Like if somebody knows that I'm a little out there, it's because I let them know me really well. I guess I know you pretty well. You do, but uh, uh, I'm just curious because I've often thought that it's related to being an introvert mm. and introvert also leads to overthinking. Well, that's it's funny you say that because I don't see myself as an introvert a lot of the times. I feel like I'm more extroverted. Do you get recharged by... I always used to think, always thought that extroverts just mean they like speaking in public and introverts don't like it, but... It's really extroverts get recharged by being around people and introverts get recharged by being alone. And I definitely prefer to be alone. Yeah. See, it's a mix for me because I love being out with people and I love having that energy around me. But I also do like my time alone. Um, But I mean, I love to perform in shows. That's true. That's true. So like that. But to me, that was always like I'm not being who I am on stage. You know, like I'm playing a different character. So I'm able to kind of just be free, as stupid as that sounds. But, you know, be a different person on stage is different than being who I am. But I mean, I'm talking publicly right now and I'm definitely it anxious about it but are we talking publicly i mean it's me you and maybe two other people it's something that i think is gonna get out there so i mean to talk about labeling awkwardness you remember back in well back in my time there was those little that's a pot shot to imply that i'm older than her like significantly older um so my name would be spelled and like i have an a in my name so the A would typically always be, you know how you'd have to like show off like your name and tell yourself a little bit, tell about yourself. The A would typically stand for like awkward. 
because I have like nothing else to put for for A. So it would be awkward. And I swear I have like papers still that say that. Like <laughs> my spelled out name and my A is awkward. It was awkward. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I think the L was lovable. Oh, okay. I see what I you're think doing. that's accurate. I don't know. I recently had to give myself an adjective for, it was like an icebreaker thing for my name and my name started with S. So I went with sleepy. <laughs> Let, let's 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 talk about that uh, icebreaker situation oh my gosh. because I so think that's painful. something everyone feels awkward doing. Um, I hate icebreakers. Um, I've tried to make them fun, and I have been guilty of trying to do them because you see other people doing them, and you're like, maybe this is what we should be doing. Maybe this is what people like to do. I don't like icebreakers. I find them incredibly uncomfortable, and I also find them a waste of time. I literally, I sit on a, a board, and they were doing strategic planning, and they were like, you know, we're going to do icebreakers at the beginning, and I raised my hand. I said, what time will the icebreakers be over? And they're like, 9.30. I'm like, I will arrive at 9.30, <laughs> because I'm sorry, I'm not going to stand up and be like, the superhero I relate to, oh or or... Yeah. Was that really what it was? I don't even remember because honestly, I did show up late because I was not going to do the icebreaker. I know. I, I had one decent icebreaker that I liked. And I think it's because it made everyone kind of not feel uncomfortable. We had to like write down a fact about ourselves or something about ourselves that someone may not have known and put it on a post-it and then throw it across the room. And then someone has to pick it up and then they kind of guess like who it was. Yeah, you told me about yeah, that. Yeah, well, I told you about the person who put a word. Yeah, We yeah. won't discuss that person. Um, but um, I learned a lot about people. And it was interesting. We learned that one guy used to be like a flight attendant. And he showed us his like old moves of how to like be a flight attendant. It was interesting to learn because you wouldn't see him in that position. See, I like that approach because what I don't like is the singular focus on one person as you yeah. go around the room. And nobody's paying attention because they're all scrambling like, Oh my God, what superhero am I? Mm -hmm. And then uh, you get take your superhero gets taken or something like that because there's not that much to spread. So then at least this time you're putting out a fact that probably no one's going to share with you. The one icebreaker that I felt fairly confident in is somebody I can remember. And I remember thinking, all right, if we're going to do an icebreaker, I could totally relate to this is like name a song that something. And I was like, oh, I can name like 15. So mm -hmm. I was just like, yeah. that was good with me. <laughs> But I know the person next to me, I know he was like struggling with it too because he chose like Firecracker from Katy Perry. I thought oh, no. to myself, I thought what? you were going to say like the Star Spangled Banner. And I, in my head, I was like going, what? <laughs> like, Did, I think you, is it Firework? Or Firework. Yeah, whatever. It was, it was a Katy Perry song. This was like a 60 year old man. Dude. No 60 year old man really <laughs> relates to a. And I know what it was, was he was just put on the spot and was trying mm -hmm. to think of That's a song. That's the first song that came in his head, which right. is questionable. <laughs> I, anyway, did you do that the office theme awkward. song? Was <laughs> I that didn't, yours? I didn't. You should have. This was a while ago. Yeah, oh, I think I chose. I think I chose a Beatles song. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Blackbird, maybe. I think it was all I need is love. Uh, I do like Blackbird. I love Blackbird. Wait, we can't turn this into a musical podcast. That's not we to are, the end. We're gonna save that to the end. Yeah. Little, little uh, spoiler alert there. Yes, we we tried to as. Sean said we did try to outline what we will do in this podcast and how long we'll do it for because I always don't want people to be bored. So I think we talked about icebreakers being awkward. I also think I would love to hit on something that like I've felt uncomfortable about already this week. And a few weeks ago, I've had to put in for like vacation 
Denied. (laughs) That's what you're worried about, right? Well, it's that. And I also think with how awkward I am and with how like I always want to do really well, I feel like when I ask for a vacation, am I going to be questioned on my work when I come back? Am I going to be questioned before I go off? And it has nothing to do with like where I work. I love where I work. They've never given me these signs that anything like that would happen. It's just built in. It's built into me of like, I guess, too, because with my previous jobs, like I've always it's been instilled like you're not supposed to take vacation and you're supposed to work this amount of time. And I just get really nervous to send in a vacation request. So I'm going to I'm going to get on a soap box here for a second. Oh, See what I did there? Oh, so like, funny. Woo! Click, click, <laughs> snap, snap. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of press, for lack of a better word, about people silent, quietly quitting or whatever. Mm. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, because I can remember back in the day, I I worked for this company, and one of the vice presidents said that he always looked at the parking lot in the morning to see who was there early mm. and who stayed late when he when thinking about what raises they were going to give. And I remember, and I you know I was I still I like to work right like right. to me Same. Yeah. I mean so that wasn't easy for me but I you know and thinking that through this idea of quietly quitting meaning they're putting in their hours and then leaving. Yeah, yeah, that's what we all should do. That's the healthy approach. Why do we make people feel bad right. for taking vacation or, I don't know, prioritizing life mm-hmm. and family over work? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm with you. I tell my – I'm bad because – Do you I, practice what you preach? I don't yeah. real well. But, but I mean, I don't have kids anymore. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> they still exist. Oh, yeah, I still exist. <laughs> but I'm just saying like – like, uh, I, I try to get better. My wife talks to me about that. And I'm like, for Thanksgiving upcoming, I might actually take the week of Thanksgiving off. Oh, wow. Which I never do yeah. because I feel like I want to stay here so my employees can do it. But now that everyone's working remote, I'm like, I could even work remote if yeah. I had to. So I might do that. But I know 100% because you feel mm. like, you almost feel like bad for asking. Yeah. And then part of you is like, but I earned this. Why do I even have to ask? It's true. I do feel like I do feel bad. And like, I mean, even when I was on my bereavement for when my father passed, I was like, I should be doing something. I shouldn't just be sitting here and not doing anything, not doing any work, you know. And it's just it's something that I think work life balance is a hard thing to obtain. Yeah, I I think um, especially when you're kind of raised in that way, you know, work as hard as you can get noticed that you're working hard. But like you said, if I'm working my hours, I'm still doing my job. You know, and there was, and I, I think I've shared this story. You know, there was, it was probably about eight years ago. We had something huge happening where I worked. And I literally, like, I would work from the morning until 8, 10 o'clock at night. And this is when my kids were, you know. Uh, younger. Yeah, younger. Yeah. In, in high school or younger. And I remember it was about a two-year project. And and it, it turned out very successful in the hard work. And it wasn't just me. It was a lot of people. But it paid off. And I remember afterwards, my wife said, so you coming back to the family? Because we haven't seen you in two years. Oh, my god! And I remember thinking, like, I, I'm getting a little tear. I remember thinking, why did I do that? Yeah. Like, like I'm never, never getting gonna, that time never back. never getting that time back. So yeah. I, that's why I think I'm always very, you know, like, if somebody has something to go to their kid's school, mm, go. go I know you'll yeah. make up the time. Yeah, I like that mentality of like, I know you're going to make up the time. It's just hard to put that in my mind. Like, I'm obviously a salaried employee. And I'm like, Oh, well, I got to work this amount of time. And I don't want to not 
So do you, feel, do you feel awkward because you're worried about the perception or do you just feel awkward because in your head you're thinking? Like, I think it's both Yeah. because I feel awkward. I, I mean, I felt awkward submitting it, but obviously my boss was like all about it and happy that I'm taking a vacation. Although she did joke and say denied at first, um, which, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Crushed your spirit for a half uh-huh. second. For but a half you got a that was a joke. Yeah. Um, but like. Even when I'm doing my vacation, I'm like, well, let me do it towards a weekend so that I can be closer to not having to take as much time out of my hours. So I think it's just I don't want them to think I'm not working as hard. And even though I'm going away, my mind isn't on my work still. Right. I like people to know that I'm always in the work. Yeah, them. yeah. And I, you know, and I I have that, you know, like I want I want everybody to know that I'm working hard because I don't know, I like my job and I like to keep it. Yeah, same. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to lose my job. And if I, if I take a vacation, am I going to be out of the running for whatever right. could be happening in the right. future? But that's something that I feel like a lot of people struggle with. And I will say that my, one of my very best friends, every time she has to submit for a vacation or sick time, I mean, it's a whole ordeal. We write out a script of what she needs to say and how she has to do it and like get the courage to do it because she's so nervous to do it. Same with me. And but she does it. But it's like, when do you get out of that moment? And if other people are feeling that as well. So for for this vacation request that you submitted, did you Mm -hmm. do a script? Uh, No, I just I took me a longer time than it probably should have to turn it in. Because, you know, because I'm thinking of like, I mean, I, I get it. Like, I, I usually would have to send an email. And if I like a day or two went by, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, mm-hmm. are they thinking like is something wrong? Like, I get that all those paranoid feelings and thoughts rushed to my head. But mm-hmm. so when when you did it, like what guy? I mean, obviously you did it. You just like well, I also like to be very prompt. <laughs> so I did do it in time um, because I know it's a uh, two two weeks prior or whatever. But like. I just, obviously, I texted my best friend and I was like, tell me to submit it. Like, tell me to do it. Like, just let me get this done and send it. And literally, when I hit send, I was like, okay, I did it. There's no turning back. I can't do anything about this. It's done. Um, And like, she immediately responded. But it's like, it's just the act of asking for something, I guess. And because, because of everything that we said or because you feel vulnerable? I think it's everything. I mean, it's just like, you feel bad for asking. I feel bad for asking still. Like, I feel bad that I'm leaving. I'm just like, I don't know. I hate not working, but I also know that in order to stay healthy, you have to take time. So I'm going to share something that I know to do, but if you ask me, do I practice it? I'm going to be honest and say no. Yeah. So when you go on vacation, because I remember one time I went on vacation. Did you not delete your stuff? No, I went on the vacation and I was like, I'm, I'm going to just enjoy the week. I was, mm-hmm. you know, catch up with my family where I think we're in North Carolina and I made the mistake of checking an email. I'm just going to check emails. Mm. And there was an email that just like set me on like a two day spiral because I was so mad at whatever they were emailing. Mm. And I was just like, I can't believe this, you know? And then I was like, I'm going to email. No, I'm not. I am. I am. And it, it like sat in my mind for two days. And then I got mad at myself for, because I checked it. Yep. Yep. So what are you saying? I should probably delete it off of my Phone. I think you should leave your phone here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think that what's nice about my new job, too, it's not new. It's almost going to be a year, if you can believe it. Wow. I know. But I think what's nice about it is that they are going to know that boundary. Maybe I will turn off the notifications and have restraint, I guess I should say. 
I don't know. I've always been this way. I mean, I've worked at my other job for eight years, and I've always been nervous to ask for time off, but that's because it was always denied. Yeah. For reals. All right. We uh, we promise we're going to keep this podcast kind of yeah. awkwardly, awkwardly short. So we will awkwardly end it and just do a blackout like Tony Soprano. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I when we first we were outlining this podcast, I wanted to share what we thought our first idea would be. Would we just have these like really long, awkward pauses <laughs> for like five minutes and then be like, that's the podcast. That's it. <laughs> Hopefully you feel awkward, too. <laughs> so that's what we'll leave you with is an awkward pause. Okay. (laughs) So we did say because one thing that you and I share in common is our love and and the joy that music brings to us. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you listen to music frequently. I do as well. Mm -hmm. And so we thought we'd leave with, we just do them one song? Well, one for you, one for me. All right. And then, but you told me I can't do a Black Crows song, right? You can do whatever you want. I'm in a Black Crows phase. He's going to make everyone try to fall in love with it. And it's I, a good band. It's an okay band. But I'm going to I'm gonna mix it up because Ooh. I don't want to eye roll when I <laughs> name my song. I will bring up the Black Crows another time. Although there's a great line in it, but I'm nervous because we're recording and I can't remember the details. So I'm going to go to another song. But you get to go first, ladies oh, first. Oh, okay. Well, I am going to grab my phone for the specifics. Are you going to sing it? No, no, no. I just want to be sure. All right. Um, so... And by the way, at some point, if this thing takes off, meaning more than you and I are listening to it, yeah, we will uh, uh, start a Facebook page or something, and people can give us song recommendations on the Facebook page. How I cool would that be? I would love that. Yes. We would love that. And then, you know, maybe if we become really famous, someone will come on to speak with us. And talk Better about yet, things. an artist will come sing Could their song. Could you imagine? Oh, my the God. The Black Crows are coming into the studio. Well, I would, <laughs> I would be here for that, I guess. Oh. Um, <laughs> Don't be hurtful. Um, no, they're okay. I, I didn't mind like the two songs you sent me. So something uh, that I am doing currently with my fiance, I have to say that, um, we are rewatching, well, I'm rewatching This Is Us. He's watching it for the first time. I named my dog after him. So after Randall in This Is Us. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't, I thought you named them off a Kevin Smith movie. No, I'm Just not a kidding. Kevin Smith fan like you. This podcast is awkwardly over. <laughs> um, but last night we were watching an episode that really, it it was a heartstrung episode. And the song that came on was So Long, Marianne by Leonard Cohen. Oh, Leonard Cohen. And Good. they talked about how it's like a poem. It's not a song. Yeah, most of his music's that way. Yep. Yeah. And how he was asking for her to leave, but also asking for her to come back all at the same time. And I really liked that song a lot. Um, and I have been listening to it most of last night and today. I actually added it to your playlist tomorrow. Awesome. So we swap playlists. Yes. And so my song, since I'm not allowed to do a Black Crow song, <laughs> is only, uh, I think it's only like a minute long, minute and a half long. And I like it because this artist started off her musical career as a violin player mm-hmm. and her, got her big break because she was the violin player for John Mellencamp for the oh. longest time. And then when she put out a solo album, everybody just assumed it would be like that. But it's like a folky kind of. I like folky. Odd, right. I like, yeah, yeah. So um, and I like it because it's it's really a short song. And it starts off just like kind of like resonant keyboard. And then it goes into her vocals, which are kind of haunting in a way but it's the song's called the day mm. the day by lisa germano 
Germano. Nice Italian. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, G-E-R-M-A-N-O, I believe. But anyway, if you want to impress your friends <laughs> with a song that I promise you none of them have heard of, say, hey, check this song out. And again, it's, it's if it sucks, it's only a minute and a it's half. It's only a minute life. and a half to get through. You'll get that minute and a half. And, you know, I admire artists that, you know, because the standard thing is the song needs to be three and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, you know, verse, chorus, you know, verse, verse, chorus, whatever. I like artists that kind of go, go like Leonard it. Cohen yeah. does not follow a strict song no. uh, recipe, if you will. And this woman doesn't either. So. No, because when you're singing along to it, you're like, yeah, and cry and laugh. And then you're like, oh, wait, it's and cry again. <laughs> and it's not and laugh. So I was trying to sing along to it because I had never heard of the song. So something to learn, something to listen to if someone's interested and wants a I wouldn't say feel good, but if you're feeling down a little and want to listen to something. That's my favorite. Yeah. I like the songs that are a little sad. Got yeah. a little emotion they to them. got a little emotion like to a little it. on the heartstrings. That's right. So we'll leave you with that sadness and that awkwardness. Right. So real quick, your song again is? What was it? Leonard Cohen's. Leonard Cohen, Marianne. It was so long, Marianne. I was so going to say goodbye, Marianne. But all right. So, so look long. up whether you use Apple, Spotify, and feel free, Apple or Spotify, to, to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What is it called again? So Long, Marianne. By Leonard Cohen and The Day by Lisa Germano. Perfect. And so with that, we will sign off on our very first podcast of Soap. Our maiden journey. So we are, I was going to say cope, completing (laughs) our our awkward awkward podcast. podcast. So um, we hope you cope along with us. Nice. Well done. (laughs) Thanks.